Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of What to Watch. So, for a long time, and by a long time I mean a couple of weeks, um, I have been wanting to watch Artemis Fowl. <clears throat> it was supposed to come out in theaters. Can't remember when it was supposed to come out. I'm pretty sure it was June. Might have been late May. I'm honestly not sure. But it was supposed to come out in theaters, and because of COVID, it could not. So, Disney decided to release it on Disney Plus instead. So, I decided to watch it tonight because I'm just chilling at home, doing nothing. And I want to say beforehand that Artemis Fowl is based off of the books. And I have not read the books. They are young adult novels. And growing up, I had just never heard of it until I heard Disney was doing this movie. I had no idea Artemis Fowl was a thing. So, this is coming from the point of view of someone who has not read the books. So, how I review it may be different. If you have read Artemis Fowl, um, you might not like this. You might like it. I'm not sure. But, you know, it just always happens when you watch a movie based off of a book. The book is typically better. I think the only time anyone has told me that the movie was better was A Walk to Remember which I never read that book either, but the movie was amazing. Anyways, moving on. Um, yes, as a, for, so from the point of view of someone who has not read the books, uh, I thought the movie was really good CGI-wise, like, and there was a lot of action. Um, and then, of course, there was Josh Gad, who I love Josh Gad. Um, I don't know if it's because he plays Olaf, who's like my favorite Disney character, or if it's because he plays LeFou in the live action uh, Beauty and the Beast, and he's hilarious, but <laughs> um, he is in this movie and he plays a giant dwarf. Yep, a giant dwarf, which basically means he's the height of a human, but he's technically a dwarf. It's, it's pretty funny. He spends the whole movie trying to convince people that he's a dwarf. Um, anyways, so he is in it, and Artemis Fowl is basically, uh, this really smart, like, super intelligent kid, you know, like, one of those characters who, like, thinks all of his teachers are stupid, kind of like Sheldon Cooper, but not as rude, um, and his dad is missing, so he's basically trying to get his dad back the whole movie. I won't tell you guys what happened, but I will say this, that it's pretty much a prequel, it's like the beginning of the story. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure this was made of like the first book. They just followed the first book, but there was a cliffhanger. And I'm really scared that this is going to be one of those like one hit wonders kind of thing. Or like, not one hit wonders, but like a, a one shot movie that just fails miserably. You know, like The Mortal Instruments or The Fifth Wave, The Darkest Minds. I mean, The Darkest Minds, they probably could still make another movie but I highly doubt they will and you know what the book was probably amazing um, but a lot of times they try to make these teen novels you know into you know Twilight or Harry Potter you know these big s series that you know work out great and everybody loves them and you know it, it hardly ever works out <laughs> and I feel and I'm worried that this is going to be one of those things because I feel like if it ended here the movie would be awful. Nobody would really watch it again because it just ended here. It's that kind of cliffhanger. So I'm hoping that Disney is able to at least complete the series because I feel like it's going to get better. Like, it's not bad, but there's just 
so so many things like loose ends left hanging like like I don't want to spoil the ending because I want I want you guys to be able to watch it yourselves um, if you you know choose to watch it like I don't want to spoil it for you but there were just there's just loose ends at the end so if they don't make another movie like it seems pointless although if you read the books I would just watch this to see it like come to life you know what I mean like oh I love that I love watching um, books I've read like come to life on the screen the only thing though is that they usually aren't as good nothing beats your imagination but Artemis Fowl I thought it was good as someone who didn't watch it but I would honestly probably wait on it for the most part whether you've read the books or not because it's just it's a cliffhanger but at the same time I want to tell you all to watch it so they make a second one <laughs> so I don't know you guys can decide if you don't like cliffhangers maybe this isn't for you if it keeps you interested then maybe this is something you want to watch uh, next movie I want to talk about, oh, totally forgot to add, um, Artemis Fowl is only available on Disney+. Plus. So if you don't have Disney+, Plus, I'm very sorry, but you, you won't be able to watch it. It's exclusively on Disney+, Plus that I know of. Maybe you can buy it on another service, but honestly, it would be cheaper, I think, just to get Disney+. Plus. Like, most movies right now are like $20, Disney+, Plus is $7 a month. I mean, you can even try it for seven days, I think. And then, you know, if you don't like it, you can cancel your subscription. So if you really just want to watch Artemis Fowl, you know, you could. Um, and then the next one I want to talk about. Okay, so this is available on Netflix. And if you don't have Netflix by now, you really need to get it because it's 2020. Everyone has Netflix. It's a thing. Like, we all got rid of cable and we got Netflix. Um... But this is another Disney movie, and it's Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And I think I really like this mostly because of the princess scene. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, All of the princess get together with Vanellope, who is another princess, and they all chill in their pajamas. And, you know, talk about being princesses, and, you know, they all try to attack Vanellope at first, but... You know, then they have their moment. And nobody can understand Merida from Brave. Um, so it's a, it's a really it's a really cute movie. Um, basically Ralph and Vanellope go into the internet because some kids broke the steering wheel on Vanellope's game and they don't want her to get her game to get shut down, so they go to try to buy another one and basically things get complicated. But what I love about Wreck-It Ralph is it's really funny, um, and it really deals with a lot of Ralph's insecurity. Like, he's a big, strong man on the outside, but he has a lot of feelings of insecurity on the inside. So it kind of, like, helps him deal with his emotions. At the same time, it's very lighthearted, very comical. It's pretty good. So I highly recommend that if you haven't seen that, you go watch it. It's on Netflix. But if you haven't seen the first one, I don't know if I would see the uh, the second one. Because it's just really, really hard to keep up, I feel like. You know, like, how, how do you... You wouldn't know the characters very well. You wouldn't know why they're best friends. You know, how they became best friends. Like, it was a big deal uh, in the first movie. You know, big deal as far as children children's animated movies go. <laughs> um, so... If you haven't seen the first one, I would say try to find someone who has the first one or, you know, while you're watching Artemis Fowl, watch Wreck-It Ralph because I'm sure it's on Disney+. Plus. 
Um, and then, you know, just, um, check it out. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Uh, the animation's really amazing. God, they've come such a long way since, like, the first Toy Story. Um, yeah, so that's on Netflix, so have fun watching that, guys. And the other movie I'm going to talk about is also on Netflix. It is The Princess and the Frog. The main reason I'm saying this is because, my god, I love the music. Like, going down the bayou. Like, it's such a fun song. And then, oh, what's the one that Mama Odie sings? Um, what is it called? Dig a little deeper. Oh my god, that song. Honestly, a lot of the music is so great. And I love the relationship between Tiana and Prince Naveen. He's just like, I'm gonna party and sleep around for my whole life with a bunch of like, <laughs> with a bunch of money after I marry this woman. And I'm just like, oh my God, he's a player. Honestly, can't understand why she fell in love with him. Like he was kind of eccentric, I guess. I don't know. He was, he was a player, but, and she was like hardworking, like they're total opposites, but opposites attract. I know that kind of spoils it, but come on, it's a Disney princess movie. We all know how it ends. The girl gets the guy. Like, come on. At least you know there's really good music. And also, like, it's just because in this version of The Princess and the Frog, it's not like, you know, the original fairy tale where, you know, she kisses the frog, he turns into a handsome prince. Yeah, no, that's not what happens. She kisses the frog and she turns into a frog and then they have to go on this whole journey running away from the voodoo man. Like, it's definitely different from the classic tale it's funny good music like i love it so much honestly oh and if you have time and if you did buy disney plus because i'm not sure if it's still on netflix but i'm assuming it's not you should watch the live action beauty and the beast movie because also good music also josh gad he's not in the princess and the frog he's just he's an artemis file and i I think he's awesome. Um, and God, just, I don't know, the cool costumes, like music, the music and stuff is enough for me personally. The music and the, and Josh Gad. <laughs> also, I really like, um, oh God, what is his name? The guy who plays Gaston um, in the live action one. I didn't know who he was before this, um, but I thought he did really, really amazing um, in this movie, playing Gaston, uh, Luke Evans, he was, that's who I was thinking of, Luke Evans, he plays Gaston, and I thought he did really well, um, and of course, we all love the beautiful, the talented, the incredibly smart Emma Watson, um, so if you haven't seen that already, I mean, you should, like, honestly, that's one of my favorite live-action princess movies that Disney has done, like, Cinderella's good, you know, all the Snow White ones are not very great, to be honest, like, Mirror, Mirror, that one was just wacky. Um, what else? What other live actions? There's, there's been more. So many. Maleficent? Honestly, that was good. But I like Beauty and the Beast more. Just because there's, a, like, a lot more singing, I guess. I like singing. Musicals are fun. Um, the second Maleficent was good. Um, but, yeah, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. I feel like I'm going very off topic with this. Giving you guys a lot of Disney movie recommendations. I... I can, I can tell that I really like Disney because I just 
keep jumping from movie to movie, but the three I mainly wanted to talk about was Artemis Fowl, because I just watched it, and then Ralph Breaks the Internet and The Princess and the Frog, because those two are on Netflix, so it's more likely that you guys will be able to watch them. Um, if you have Disney Plus, though, really take advantage of those, um, of those newer movies, and especially the older ones. Like, there are a lot of older movies and older shows that I haven't seen in years because they're not on TV anymore, and they're not really available anywhere except for legal places. Um, so I haven't watched it in years. And when I say illegal, I mean, like, you pirate a video or something, get it illegally off the internet. Um, so... There hasn't really been a way for me to watch it because I'm not tech-savvy enough to deal with all that. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy watching these movies. And that is what to watch.